Hi, I'm Ashley, and you are listening and watching Confidence in Coffee. What if I was to tell you that you can find confidence despite any of your circumstances, good or bad? I'm going to help you navigate the waters of womanhood, whatever season that is in, whether it's marriage, singleness, or you're drowning in children. I'm going to help you find confidence and hope through Christ. I'm going to leave you with plenty of encouragement and practical tips to overcome those limiting beliefs so you can live a life well. Plus, <laughs> you know we're going to find a few laughs along the way. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me as we chat confidence in coffee. Did you Welcome enjoy that? I'd love to see you over at coffee. Real quick, if you are watching from YouTube, YouTube, listening from Apple or Spotify, where you are, don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications so you never miss an episode, and also to leave a review. I know it's getting like kind of annoying, but it's kind of important to me, okay? I'm just going to say it. Um, But we're in November, so I want to talk about how to be thankful, right? Like we celebrate Thanksgiving and we talk about, have you ever seen somebody on Facebook that shares like their, um, what is it, like 60 days of gratefulness? Like they share something they're thankful every day. Um, And you're just like, yeah, me too. Um, but I actually want to talk about how gratefulness, thankfulness is actually very healing for you and we shouldn't just do it in November. Okay. So again, most of my episode starts with how to, uh, because again, I never want to assume, uh, that somebody actually knows what something means. I didn't, I was like a high school dropout, not once, but two times, Um, and you'll, even if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I like still get a lot of words wrong. Um, and that's because of my, just my past. And so we, I never want to assume, and that doesn't mean that you're like, you don't belong here. Like God loves calling the most unqualified person to do his handiwork, his big stuff. Um, and that doesn't mean that you are any less value because you don't know what something means. So, uh, I'm with you girl. I got you. I got you. I figured this stuff out. So you didn't have to. Okay. All right. So how are we grateful? Listen, um, I'm going to share a little story with you as a mom of four. I remember the nights that were just crippling of exhaustion because I didn't get any sleep. It was just constant interruption of uh, children. If it wasn't the baby, it was a sick child or just the noise, or maybe it was something else like work because, or maybe it was a binge of um, a movie or show because, you know, it is the only time that I have alone. But regardless, the sudden grip of fear, And exhaustion that would grip me um, and affect so much, so much, um, without any sleep. I was a, I was not finding peace. I was not finding joy anywhere. Um, and I would grab my Bible and I would tend to read it. Sometimes I would get distracted with social media. Sometimes I would get distracted with uh, just dozing off or falling asleep. Um, it's the way my brain works, but, um, 
when I finally did get in the Bible after having one of those nights where I was up with the baby all night and I was exhausted and I had 10,000 things to do the next day and I had no space or time to do it because I still had the kid, I had the baby, I had the toddler who needed all of my attention. And so I just grabbed my Bible. I was like, I need a daily dose of not just coffee. (laughs) What was the question? Um, But of confidence of the Bible of scripture. And so scripture is a great way to find joy in circumstances. It sounds cliche, but I just cannot go a day without God. And if I do, it does, it affects me. It affects me when I don't give God my day. And sometimes giving my God my day is like at nighttime um, because again, kids are exhausting and they're unpredictable. And so sometimes it's just sitting in bed where I have no distractions and I can actually focus on the word and be grateful for getting through that day. So even if you can't start with Jesus or you're not a morning person, there is a time and God knows your season. Okay. So, um, I remember just kind of grabbing my Bible from the exhaustion and just writing down a verse. And, uh, during that, it was a verse about being grateful and first Thessalonians five eighteen, being thankful in all circumstance for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ. I immediately thought maybe you thought too. Um, and I've made reels about this Lord. You really want me to be thankful during this trial during this time, during this season of my life, like be thankful for the exhaustion, be thankful that I can't get anything done. Be thankful that I just feel completely burned out. Like, how am I supposed to do that? Like, let, let's go over this, Scott. Maybe you've had conversations like that before. Um, but listen, those words were black and white. Let's just put it that way. Um, and, and here's the thing. Being thankful during hard times didn't sound exciting. It was confusing. I had questions. I had doubts saying thank you to pain and heartache exhaustion, um, being thankful for maybe for you, it's betrayal, being thankful for, for death, being thankful for, uh, losing a job, being thankful for financial debt, whatever it is. Um, that was the last thing that I wanted to do. And I'm sure it was for you too. And the more that I read, uh, the Bible that, Uh, morning, the more I realized that God was really serious about this whole being thankful thing. And it saved my life. Um, It gave me a fresh perspective. And so when I started to try this thing out, you know, this being thankful, when someone hurt my feelings, I would thank God for self-control, not to attack them or slap them or hit them with my words or my hands, half foot, half holy. Um, it was hard at first, but over time, being thankful during hard times has gotten easier. Um, and I want to share some of these verses just to get you uh, started And then I want to share three key points um, to help you um, have a biblical understanding of why we should be grateful and how to be grateful um, considered to scripture. But a story that comes to mind is when I was a single mom, I was a single mom for a couple of years to my two older children, and I had a lot of mentors in my life. And in, in, in that, I remember every time I would go to them and complain, like, how am I supposed to do this? How am I supposed to do this? This 
this isn't enough money for this. And they're like, well, at least you have this. Well, at least you have this. And at first I didn't want to receive what they had to say, but receiving, finally coming to terms with receiving what they were telling me saved, saved me. It saved me during that season of my life to be like, could be worse. Right. I mean, ultimately that's what we're saying. And so it was more so like, okay, I was a single mom and there was a time where I, uh, my car was like acting up, like it was a great car. Um, but she was acting up and it was just like a little issue, but I, I just, the thought of that with childhood trauma, uh, and the unstableness just kind of like gave me anxiety. And so I remember calling my mentor and being like, the car is acting ridiculous. And she's like, okay, did you call a mechanic? I said, yeah. I was like, but this is insane. I was late for work. And they're like, at least you have a car. Ouch. Uh, at least you have a job to go to. At least you have a boss that understands. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. I get it. Um, and I love how she corrected me on that every single time I would go to her. And she did it with love. She didn't do it like gaslighting me or passiveness. But I mean, what else was she going to do besides sympathize with me? She was also going to help strengthen me in that season because that's the season that I was in. And so I'm forever grateful for her um, teaching me how to be grateful. And so here's some scriptures I want you to write down and um, I will put them in the show notes as well. Uh, but Philippians 4, 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. So don't worry about anything. Let's break that down. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray. So God does want to hear the needs, the complaints, the hardships. He wants to hear it. So let's not keep it from him. He's well aware. But he also wants you to bring it to him. He wants you to trust him during that season of your life. And so you pray to him. You give it to him. Like, God, this is how I feel. Like Sometimes my prayers are like, like, this is freaking hard, Lord God. Like, I just honestly don't think that I can get through this. Like, why would you want me to go through this? Lord, please answer my doubts. Like even yesterday I wrote my journal, like, am I following you? Like, where is the status of where I am in what you called me to do? God cares about those questions. And then once you pray, once you give it to him, everything, he said, pray about everything, black and white, everything. So anything that you think is small, he wants to hear about it. Um, And then tell God what you need and thank him. So once you like get to the complaints, right, you're, you're voicing your feelings and you're expressing your need and how you feel to God, you then need to be like, this is what I need from you. And maybe sometimes it's like, I need strength. I need grace, Lord. I need direction. I need clarity. I need purpose. I need relief. Whatever that is, ask him for it. And then this is what he says. Then thank him. Thank him for all that he has done, for all that he has done. So when we thank him, we want to thank him for things that he has done in our past. Uh, And the way to do that is when you're in your prayer time, again, Ashley's going to get practical. When you're in your prayer time, I want you to look at it like this, okay? Uh, I want you, after complaining and after crying out to God, I want you to just name things, even if it's just one thing where God has been faithful in your life. Now it's like, sometimes we're like, whoa, 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 or we're overthinking that, but maybe God has been, God has been grateful in your life because you woke up that morning. As simple as that. You had toilet paper to wipe your butt. Okay. Uh, 
God has been faithful to you in that you have a healthy child in the next room. You may not be able to give them everything that they need, but they are healthy. And there's people out there that would do anything to have that. Maybe for you, you have great hair. I don't care what it is and neither does he, but there is power in it because he has provided all. He has created every detail in your life, in your journey. And so whatever that is, I want you to thank him for all that he has done. Now in that, when you have set your heart up, man, you have set your heart up, you've set your emotion, you have set your mindset to that. I then want you to start thanking God for everything that he's going to do. So once you go, we're going back full circle here. So we're going to go back to the complaints and we're going to be like, okay, God, I thank you that you are a provider, that you are faithful to your word and that you would never want me to go without. You said that you provide and that you will prosper me and that your plans are good for me. And I know that you will get me through this. Moses, I think of Moses. Okay. And Moses um, had to, well, he didn't have to, but he reminded God of God's nature. So when God was like, I'm freaking done with these Israelites, man, I've given them everything and all they do is complain. You're all going to die. Okay. It wasn't that literal, but God was done. Like he was just like, like what the heck? Like I've performed so many miracles in front of these people and all they do is complain. Honestly, we can all relate to the Israelites in a very sad way, but let's learn from their mistakes. Okay. Um, And so with that, Moses went up to God and he's like, God, you are a God of grace and love. And he was just reminding him list after list of who he was. And God showed mercy to his people because God reminded him and and gave favor to Moses. And so I want you to remind yourself of God's nature. Remind yourself of that. Um, And then the next verse I want to give you is Psalms 28, 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield. I trust him with all of my heart. He helps me and in my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. Psalms 28, 7, that was David. David was actually going through a really, really hard time. And David, I'm telling you right now, if if David and Abraham and Peter and Paul, if they all lived in the in the generation that we do now, people would cancel them. I'm, I'm like, I just think about that, right? Like they say they believe in the same Bible that we believe in. But like, do if they knew the lives that they lived and the mistakes that they made, they would take the ministry that they have with spreading the love of Jesus and completely call it irrelevant, call it false, like cancel them. Like it, it just, it baffles me. And I'm just like, have you read your Bible? Do you know these people? But David, back on David, David was going through some stuff, man. I mean, he really was, he, he ran off and that's where he wrote these Psalms because, um, he was just in torment of what he had done. And one of the things that he had did was he killed a wife's husband because he wanted to do it. He wanted to hit that. Um, and not only did he suffer the consequences, he lost their first child together. Um, but he, the conviction was so strong. And so that's where, that's just like a backstory fun fact of Psalms. And so the Lord is my strength. And so he's like in this situation with God. I just kind of want to give you a stage here. Um, and my shield, he strengthens me. He shields me. God protects you. He gives you the strength you need to get you through what you're going through, the feelings that you're feeling. Um, and I, 
and I trust him with all my heart. You have to trust him. Like I give it all to you. You have nothing but good things for me. So David is setting himself up during that time to be like, God is good. God wants nothing but good things for me. Um, And then he helps me and my heart is filled with joy. So you hear him talking like God helps me. God fills me with joy. And then you start to actually align your body, your flesh, your mind, your heart within that truth, within that faith. Um, And I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. And you just start worshiping God. Uh, You turn on your worship songs. You you say it out of your own mouth. Sometimes I'm in the kitchen. I just make stuff up for things. Like I thank God for things that I'm struggling with. And I just make it into a song. Um, And it works. So maybe you should try that. So what are three ways to practice being thankful during the hard times, right? Um, and one is remember that God is in control. Remembering that God is in control. We never go through these hard times alone. God is always there. He knows what you're going through and he knows how he is going to bring you out. Write that down, okay? Take a few minutes each day to thank God for having your best interests at heart, for having a plan to bless you, and for loving you enough to walk through the the fire with you. He want, he's walking with you. He wants to walk with you. Um, and then second, offer forgiveness. And again, I mentioned this in a prior episode that we are going to talk about forgiveness. Um, still setting that up, but you'll notice I mentioned it in a few episodes, just kind of keep planning like little things to prepare you for that, for that conversation. Um, but I can hold a grudge. Like my life depends on it. I can disconnect people like like easy, like you hurt me. Okay. You're, we're done. I love you. We're done. Um, and some of that is okay. And then some of it, not so much, um, not so much health to put up those walls. And we've talked about that with boundaries. Um, I don't like to, I don't, I like to forgive people, but I don't like to let them get close again. Okay. Um, and, and I know for some people, maybe it's you, you struggle with forgiveness. You struggle with letting people off the hook. It's not fair. Um, but when I think of that, uh, a, get, a best way to cultivate your heart is to forgive because every time you don't want to forgive, um, you have to think of all the times that God is forgiving you for your sins. So that's the only time I'm ever going to ask you to go back to a negative place is like, man, God forgave me for that. God forgave me for that. God forgave me for that. And it'll soften your heart into mercy and relatability and empathy for another person who has made transgressions. Like, oh my gosh, today, I'm not even going to lie to you. I was mopping my floor and I was thinking about just the hurt and the people have caused me. There's one person in particular and she just like shut me out. Like she heard something about me um, during a confrontation with someone else wasn't even with her. And she made a decision never to talk to me or like me again. This is like 12 years ago. And she still doesn't talk to me. She has such a grudge towards me. She's just a grudge holder. But in general, I'm just like, man, like, like to live that way. And then God was like, yeah, so, um, you're like that with that person. And I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, ouch. And so, uh, it softened my heart. It gave me a reality check about the things that <laughs> the things that God's had to deal with me with. And then number three, keep your joy. Okay, keeping your focus on God helps you learn to let go of bitterness and unforgiveness. Be sure to take time to hold on to your joy when the hard times beat us down. Satan offers 
often uses those moments to steal our joy, don't let him. I have learned over the years that I can find joy in any circumstance if I have the right focus. When I keep my eyes on God and I'm not overwhelmed by the hurts and the pains, I can get up each day and be thankful that I don't have to try and figure things out myself. Thank you, Lord. I no longer have a troubling trouble um, with a lot of things like falling asleep in in guilt, falling asleep in misery. When things get tough, I know that God is in control. I know even if I don't feel joy, he provides it. And if I want it, I can get it. I just, these are the ways to access that. These are the steps to take in accessing that joy that's already on the inside of you because the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. And so um, instead of writing a Facebook post about for 60 days or however, um, about all the things you're thankful for each day in, in November, I'm going to challenge you more so to just go to God in your closet and, and take hardships to him and thank him for what he is going to do in your life because of what he has already done. Even if that is going back to acknowledging the fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you. That's all you have girl, that's all you need and more. Let that be the driving force to continue to keep going, to have hope and ultimately have joy uh, in living your life in gratefulness. Okay. You guys, I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this and I hope you have an amazing December coming up um, and all the things, but I want to remind you of the community, a daily dose of confidence and coffee. It's amazing. The things we have done in there so far have been remarkable. You get things like coaching calls two times a month. You get access to an exclusive Facebook group, exclusive content I can't share on here or on social media, daily encouragement, devotional time um, with audio messages in time with me. Um, And so I'm going to drop some more information about what else you get in that um, in the show notes. And I hope to connect with you in that way more than I could on any of these platforms. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next time on Confidence in Coffee. Did you enjoy that? I'd love to see you over at ashleyhannigan.com where you can subscribe to this podcast and channel on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And while you're at it, I'd love to see the value that you found in Confidence in Coffee. So drop the ratings, the reviews, and the comments Plus, subscribe to this channel and tell a friend too. Make sure you tune in next time on Confidence and Coffee.